Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we're covering NWA Saturday Night on TBS from August the 25th of 1990. I am sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Hopper, before we hit the red light, was very salty, and he's got great reason why. He's got something to do with women, not his woman, but just women in general. And Doc, he's over there uh, flapping in his, you know, I don't know. What? He's happy. What? He's in a good mood. Yeah, what? What? Nothing. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something, but I'll keep it to myself. Uh, so I'll ask um, Hopper, I'll go to you first. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Better than Bob Saget. Wow. I know, right? Did they say I what happened to him? He died. Yeah, they Obviously. didn't say there was no uh, signs of foul play, not like he OD'd. Because that's what people were saying. Oh, he he probably OD'd. I was like, he's 65 years old. We still think he's doing eight balls and shit in a fucking hotel room at 65 years old. It'd be pretty cool if he was. That would be pretty awesome, but... Yeah. You know, that's his business, whatever he wants to do. Damn right. Um, yeah. Nah, yeah. That sucks. I never I'll watched Full it. House. I, I never watched America's Funniest Home Videos. Uh, I appreciate his foul mouth humor. Yes, I watched it. I mean, it it was YouTube b- before YouTube to watch stupid oh. videos. Okay. You know the thing about the thing that about that if you did watch Full House and then you and then you saw what he was after Full House in the last few it years, it was kind of like when Shivani started cursing on his podcast. It, that's what I'm saying. It's like, damn, this. T- you know, you think of him as uh, well, Danny Tanner or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, this guy's taking care of his kids, and he's a single father, and blah blah blah. And then, you know, he's just clean cut, all American, and then he's just a foul mouth bastard. <laughs> it was glorious. Nobody's clean cut, pal. Nobody. Yeah. No one's Nobody. clean cut. Nobody. I agree. Everybody's got dirt on their hands. On that note. Special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Children, and Joe Ice. Thank you very much for your generous support on Patreon. And I got a couple of uh, new patrons and uh, annual patrons who moved well, who moved over from monthly to annual. So uh, shout out to longtime patron Andy T. Andy went annual. Thanks, Andy. Uh, Robert Chase, new patron, and Kieran LW, new patron as well. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks for becoming a patron. Now on that particular note. I think, Doc, it is time to get into this week's episode of Saturday Night on TBS 
from August the 25th, 1990. Why are you doing that? It was only 53 minutes. They even clipped. That's a good. That's a good time. That's a good length of a good nap. All right, so let's talk about it. NWA Saturday Night on TBS from August the 25th of 1990. Uh, Jim Ross and Bob Cottle open the show. We are taping again from the Georgia Mountain Center. Uh, they taped this on August the 13th. Couldn't find the attendance, though, so there's that. When uh, JR and Bob open the show, they say, we may find out exactly who the Black Scorpion is today. I got a spoiler alert for you. Uh, it's not going to happen for another four months, so don't worry about finding out who exactly it is. And then Bob Cottle throws it to a Black Scorpion promo that is exactly five seconds. Uh, more on it. that later. Why would we want to hear that? We need to set the tempo. Are you freaking kidding me? It's five no, seconds. No, let's okay. hear it. Here it is. I have a message for Sting. Wow, yeah, we really needed that. I have a message from Sting. We're going to wow. hear more later, but you had to hear he that. Sound, right? You know... He said it just like Shockmaster. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the same guy. <laughs> you you could really tell who it is. Not that you right. know, though. Yeah. Like, it's it's clear as day. But was he wearing a black shirt and overalls? Suspenders. I didn't look like it. Hard to tell, though, in this non-HD. You know what I'm saying? I got a message for Sting. Damn, you know, he sounds like the, the guy from, from Inspector Gadget. It sure does. I'll get you next time, Gadget. And next you know time. what? You know what's funny? I got to find the email because I was supposed to make a note of this, and I'm glad you brought it up. Mark Wilson, one of our longtime patrons, sent me a link. And it was, I don't know if y'all realize this, Inspector Gadget, like, it was more than one person that did the voice. Oh, it was, really? Yeah, it was a bunch, like, it got out of hand how many people did the voice. I mean, there were like a number of people, like more than five. So he sent me this compilation. It's on YouTube. It's like of all the people who did the voice. And I swear, man, um, the first guy, his name was Frank Welker, I think is the guy's name. It it, it sounds just I like the Black I think he Scorpion. did a bunch of Scooby-Doo stuff too. Well, he sound he dude. He sounds just like the freaking Black Scorpion. This guy. I mean, oh, as Inspector Gadget. But you're right. Which one of y'all was doing that voice? Because goddamn, that was good. That was Doc. No, it was Harper. Wow, I'm impressed, Doc. You actually did something yeah. well for the first yeah. time ever. Yeah, do it, Doc. I can't. It was Harper. <laughs> All right, I'll let's get go. You next time, Gadget. Dude, next time. You know, the only time you saw that guy's face, uh, what's the action figure? I, I I didn't watch the program a lot, Hopper, so I'm going to take Bro, a word you, on you that. Fucking, you never saw, saw the guy's face. I know, but I didn't watch the damn cartoon regularly. And the only I time didn't either. you saw it was the action figure in your little plastic bubble. You know how when you, you know, that the, the packaging it was fucking blacked out so you couldn't see it. So you had to buy it to fucking see the asshole. Wait, how many what? people, how many I've people had to pay money the... to see an asshole before too. <laughs> how many people opened the package and just know, huh? looked at it anyway? All of them. <laughs> like, like didn't buy it, like opened it in the store. And then your grandma, <laughs> then your grandma that took you to the stores fussing at you. Now I'm going to have to buy that. God, just put it back before anybody sees us. <laughs> 
Oh. I had a friend of mine. We were in a department store. Well, I would say department store uh, when the LJN figures came out. And God, what was the name? Was it Zayers? Remember Zayers Harper? Yeah. Maybe it's Zayers. But anyway, you know, this is again, this is right when the LJN figures came out. And this fool was trying to steal a Hulk Hogan <laughs> figure. Now, <laughs> now, you know, everybody listening to this knows how big the LJN figures were. They were not little G.I. Joe figures that you could easily just tuck away in a pocket or your drawers or whatever, you know, sock, whatever you have. No, <laughs> it's a big old figure. So he he actually is getting busted, I think, as he's about to take it. And I'm just standing there looking at him. Um. So the guy comes back, like one of the workers is like, hey, what are y'all doing? He's like, oh, nothing. He's like, oh, this package is open. Well, I don't know how, but he got the belt off, the little plastic world yeah. title belt. <laughs> that fool took that. He had that. Well, that was the <laughs> best thing because that was the only way he, he, to, to get the belt. He was the only guy that came with it. Right. And that was the it, thing. So when he finally got Hogan, he had two belts. So he, that was his tag uh, belt. Except the uh, the the uh, British Bulldogs, they also came with the tag belts. Yeah, but weren't they were wrong though? Right. Yeah. So anyway, he uh he took a he took a tag belt from Zayers and um. Put your team in ass. And then what I the fuck they gonna do with it? They gonna put the it back in a package and, and fucking do what? Well, it was funny because he gave the dude the worker the the I guess it was assistant manager. I don't know. Yeah. So he gave the worker the, the friggin', he's like, look, it's open. We were just looking at it because um, we don't have them. I was like, bro, don't you fucking put me in this shit. Uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't doing nothing but standing there. And, and But my point is, like, he he takes, he the, the worker didn't realize the belt was off of it. He just looked and saw the package was open. He didn't even say anything. So he, he had, he, he, he was sleight of hand with that, getting that belt and putting it in his pocket as he handed it to the, to the worker. I remember one time that they used to have these little, like military figures. They were like a, they were like the elaborate uh, little green army men. They were called guts. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And they had them at the KB Toys at fucking Lakeside. Well, at the mall, at every mall, and they're right up front. And a friend of mine just fucking takes and just walks off. I'm like, fuck. All right, and I grabbed like two of them. And I just fucking walked off. I was like, "This is fucking easy." And I was like, "No one gives a shit." And we stole a whole bunch of those those, those fucking little gut guys because they were like right up front to where you to where you basically don't even got to walk in there to fucking touch them. What would have happened if you got caught back when you got home that day, Harper? Oh, I would have lied and said it was some black kid from from the seventh ward. That's, That's exactly, always the right not, answer. He's not lying. <laughs> That's exactly what he actually would have said. That's he, always the right answer. Were you shopping while being black again, Mike? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we didn't cover it, but the match that was just happening there was the Rock and Roll Express versus Brian Carr and Zan Panzer. Uh, we got a picture-in-picture promo from the Rock and Roll Express talking about Doom and Teddy Long. And JR mentions on commentary that in the upcoming wrestling wrap-up segment that we'll hear more from the Black Scorpion, so a more extended promo. And Rock and Roll win with a double drop kick over Gibson. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, double drop kick, 
And then they uh, think Gibson was the one who pinned Carr. Uh, we then go to Teddy Long. And I, I got a note. I got to play this because I've got something from it. Because uh, he calls the Rock and Roll Express two magpies. People just saw is the Rock and Roll Express, Heckle and Jekyll, two magpies just beat up on two individuals that are not doomed. Well, Rock and Roll Express, if you'd have been in the ring with the Soul Brothers doomed, the NWA World Tag Team Champions, that would have never happened. Now, I'm getting sick and tired of you, Robert Gibson. I'm getting sick and tired of you, Ricky Morton, running, hiding, peeping and sliding, doing everything you can to stay away from the Soul Brothers doomed. Well, you'll never be five times NWA World Tag Team Champions. The only thing you're going to be is rid of the National Wrestling Alliance. Uh, Doc, was that you chuckling over there, or was it just a sniffle? I don't know. I didn't do anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, do anything. I thought one of y'all were laughing at something, but what do you uh, call them, meat pies? Magpies. I thought he called them. Isn't that Mag. a type of bird? Well, so I looked yeah. it up. Not the not the proper dictionary, but. I was it's like, let me go to Urban Dictionary and see what we can find here. Uh-oh. Well, it's it's not bad, actually. It says, someone who hangs at the train station or bus stop or anywhere public all day long, usually asking for a cigarette, spare change, or pocket lint, usually unemployed and unemployable, using nothing but slang and usually impossible to get rid of until threatened with violence. And I thought that's funny Cause he just described like a a night with a clucker hopper and yeah, like, like <laughs> the, the, Ricky and Robert aren't the first people you think of as uh, people panhandling. He sounds like some asshole you see walking down Sheffman Tour Highway. That's what it sounded like when I read that magpie yeah. definition on Urban Dictionary. So again, it's Got not that island. bad. <laughs> what you, you say, cigarette? Hopper? You got a cigarette? Right. You got a dollar? Nah, man, leave me alone. Uh, so that's the definition of a magpie. Uh, Doc, what did you have from the promo, if anything? Nothing. All right. Well, I know Harper doesn't have anything, so we're going to go no. now to the wrestling wrap-up with Bob Cottle and Sting and more from the Black Scorpion. Um, if this gets cut out of the YouTube version, you'll have to download the show. There's a little audio track in the background, so it may end up getting cut out of YouTube, but here it is. And this week on the Wrestling Wrap-Up, we're going to be hearing some comments from the mysterious Black Scorpion, the man that this man, the World Heavyweight Champion Sting, has signed to defend his championship against live here on TBS on September 5th. Sting, do you know anything about this man? And if not, how are you preparing to wrestle him? Well, I have no idea, Bob, who this guy is, the Black Scorpion. I have no clue. No one's saying anything to me. I've seen this little bit right now. I want to see a little bit more here in a few minutes, and I want to give everybody out there the opportunity to see the same thing that I'm going to see for the first time. He is an unknown. How do I prepare for something like that? Well, <laughs> you just have to go for broke. If it's Ric Flair, if it's Arn Anderson, any of the other stars in the NWA, at least I have an idea on how to prepare for something like that. But this guy here, Bob, the Black Scorpion, I have no idea who he is, but I said on national TV on so many different occasions now that I would defend it against anybody worthy enough, obviously he must be. So I'm going to defend it. Maybe we can get an idea who he is, Sting. And to do that, fans, let's watch this. Yeah, let's watch it. Sting, are you listening? <laughs> of course you are. You're too much of a hero and a champion to refuse to hear this tape. Sting. 
talking about this offline probably a month ago what did you think about the black scorpions first i'll call it long promo since he did one a short one earlier he made stings promo sound good wasn't that bad Mm. who i mean the angle's dumb but the promo wasn't horrendous who black scorpion it was terrible yeah, I don't know if I should be scared or turned on with that deep voice. It's like, Ugh, guess what I'm doing right now? <laughs> I mean, if you were eight years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. If you're a little kid, you're like, oh, my God, what the fuck? That's what they were catering to right there. Yeah, you think? Hmm. He references California in 1986 and tells Sting to think about who he is. He promises that he he'll have a chance to find out on the sixth at the Clash who he is. Um, boy, it's Al Perez, isn't it? Wasn't he the first one at the Clash? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, this but is terrible. There's, there's a this second. Is, this well, is, we'll talk about. It. I, I won't give it away right now. We'll talk about it. On this the is minor so league bullshit. Yeah. In, in, and again, this is August 25th. Like this angle has months to play out. They string this along week after week after week after week. This is actually not bad. And I only say that because there is some real hokey horse shit they do at, I think, Halloween Havoc. I think it's Halloween Havoc. They do some real Just because they're about to do some worse shit doesn't mean this shit gets a pass. Yeah. It's, it gets bad. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. 
But I really can't wait to hear your reaction at, ha- at Halloween Havoc. Oh, terrible. I watched it like a year ago. Again, I mean, I'd seen it before. And I was like, oh my God, this is actually worse than I remembered seeing it from many years ago. Like, I guess because I was even older. I'm like, wow, that's terrible. Like, that looks horrible. It, it looks like some Hollywood... Produ- you know how you fuss nowadays when you see wrestling go to Hollywood or try too hard? It, it's worse than that. Like it's it's worse than than the stupidity you'll see on wrestling cable nowadays. But we'll get there. Great, can't fucking wait. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Pillman in the next match is taking on James Earl Wright. Jr. and Bob Cottle discuss what we just heard from the Black Scorpion. They're trying their hardest to put this thing over. Once again, it's obvious this thing is for the kids, and no sensible adult is buying into it. But hey. That's what happens when you got Jim Hurd behind the wheel and someone who doesn't know anything about wrestling, although, you know, Ole's also right behind this thing. Uh, Pillman is going to hit right with the springboard clothesline, and he wins the match uh, fairly quickly. Doc, any thoughts on Pillman versus James Earl Wright? So what happened to his tag teams? Why, these Both of these guys are supposedly in tag teams. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true, huh? Oh, that's not over. Oh. Well, you know it's not over for State Patrol. I mean, they're going to be tag-teaming until 1998, 99, and beyond. Them dudes stuck together through through thick and thin, man. Come on. They got another decade to go. Pillman? Can you imagine what would happen if, like, whoever's the yes-man, Pat or Bruce or whoever, grabbed a tape of the Black Scorpion and showed Vince and then their reaction? Like right now, today, in 2022? No, in 1990. I mean, did they have room to talk? Papa Shango, do I need to really yeah, go down the list huh? of cartoon stupidity that they had? Bastion Booger, I mean, like, really? I mean, they would have laughed at it, but they would have had no room to laugh. It had been very hypocritical. You didn't watch it, though, so you don't know. <laughs> You didn't see none of that stupidity. That's why you're like, I don't know, Harper. I mean, do you agree, Harper? You remember the cartoon era from WWF? Yeah. What did you think the first time you saw Papa Shango? I mean, you were we were old enough to know this is stupid. What the hell is yeah. this crap? I mean, I mean, what do you want me to say? It's like when no, they made I, the fucking Undertaker bleed. I mean, uh, when, when they made the Warrior bleed black blood and shit. Yeah, I mean, they did. A lot of dumb cartoon stuff, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. Vince would have. I, I, I'm guessing, Doc. To your point, they would have looked at it. Oh God, goddamn, pal! Look at this stupid shit. But I don't. They didn't have room to talk. It had been typical, you know. It had been a typical wrestling promoter hypocrisy, making yeah, I mean, fun of making fun of something else that the other promotion is doing when you're doing just as bad or worse. Harper, go ahead. I mean, they got this idea from somewhere, you know. Yeah. From from them. What idea? Of, of, of doing cartoon goofy shit like this? Yeah. And I feel like this is the year where the ability to talk shit in the ring just got killed. Like, this is the break in the chain where we're like, man, they don't talk shit today. I feel like this is the year that started that tradition going out the window. Yeah, I agree. I told you the studio 
is perfect for the shit talk. It is. It's it, you. You. It's you can. You can create a, a connection and a reaction with those fans. Yeah. Because they're right there. Like they are, you know, feet on away from you, you. On top of you. I mean, even the, even the people right across on the other side of the ring. Okay. So at most, you know, they're 20 feet, you know, 25 feet away. But then you got the people on the sides. You're talking into the camera. There's a true feeling of connection. Um, and then, you know, you got people like Dusty who couldn't no sell anything and they're calling people in the studio audience as the top baby face. He's, you know, your fat whale. I'm sorry, uh, the person called him a big fat whale. And he said, you could take your fat ass and get out of here if you don't like it. But then you got <laughs> Rick, you know, talking lots of smack. You got Tully and Arn. Let's go back to 1985. How about we do that? <laughs> but yeah, man, they've let they've let it go. It's pretty bad. Okay, so we'll keep moving. And Sid Vicious cuts a picture, uh, not a picture and picture. He cuts a promo, and he said if Flair doesn't get the U.S. title from Luger, then he'll be happy to do it. And then we go to Sid Vicious versus Alan Kinsey. Went way too long, four minutes, but Sid does dominate Kinsey, and he wins uh, with powerbomb. Sid wins. Doc, any thoughts before we keep moving? Too long. Yes. He should have squashed this guy like in, in like 20 seconds. So I'm going to play devil's advocate, Doc, because you know somebody out there, they'll say, well, they would have long matches with enhancement talent in the studio sometimes, and y'all didn't fuss about it. But I feel like That's different. Magnum didn't. Magnum didn't, and the Road Warriors didn't. We know that. But Right. Fair enough. And so my point is this. If you want to send Buddy Landell and Barry Horowitz out to do an eight-minute match, I get it. Fair. Fair enough. Not Sid versus uh, Munchkin out there. Right. right. No. So after Sid wins, uh, we are then going to go to the, I think it's the Junkyard Dog versus Dutch Mantel. Now, I had some stuff from this. What, the commercials? That was Doc's Doc's idol, wasn't it? Who? Clint Eastwood? No, wasn't that fucking Noel, Noel Ryan? Oh, the first, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Nolan. That was the Bic commercial, the old Bic commercial, I think. Bic, well, oh, like the razors. I think so. Let me see, because uh, I didn't, I didn't make a note of it when I was watching. I just fast forward through it, but I think it was the Bic commercial. Hey, Doc, were you a big Nolan Ryan fan back then? Sure, why not? You really weren't. He didn't follow it. He, Doc's not. Doc is a Ranger fan when they make the playoffs and start looking decent. Other than that. Doc ain't keeping up with 162 games, and he, you know, it's just yeah. what it is. Um, Doc, the next match is the Junkyard Dog versus Dutch Mantel. Now, mm. we're told. I got a timestamp. Why do is too. Junkyard two words? <laughs> WCW? I mean, what do you want me to say here? I God, he's, a... he's, he's, he's gotten fatter since the last time we saw him. Right, he's a big old boy. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh, look how big he is. He's fatty. He can't even walk. He waddles. He waddles like the Dude, fast people ter- in Walmart. And he's terrible in this match. Oh, he's yeah. horrendous. He's, he's, he's embarrassing in this match. He really is. Go to 2704 for me. Okay, I will. I've got one before that, but I will okay. go to 2704. Actually, I have that one, so I, I will go to it. Uh, first off, I want to mention this. So, 
we're told JYD weighs 310 pounds. Doc, we were just talking about his weight. Hopper, we were just talking about his weight. How much do you think JYD weighs right now? Uh, you first, Hopper, when you see him walk to the ring. Well, uh, they, how tall he's six was foot he? Two. He's six two. He's about six two. So and he put, and he, they say he weighs three thirteen. They say he weighs three ten right here. What do you think he weighs? Six two. I think he. I think he weighs more than that. Okay, give me a weight. About three. About three twenty five, three thirty. Maybe. Go ahead. What about, not three fifty, huh? I, I wrote down about. Much? I wrote down about. I wrote down about three thirty five, three forty. Yeah. Pat. I mean, he's round, dude. It's it's pretty damn bad. Yeah, like he's a he's just a big old fat boy. It's 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 pitiful. Doc, what do you think he weighs? My number in my head before you said it was three thirty five. Yeah. Okay. So we're all in the same range. I mean, he easily, I'm thinking 335. I mean, that's not going to He's 400 pounds. I mean, that's stupid. But, I mean, he's huge. I mean, keep in mind. And, 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 uh, how old is he here? Oh, I forget how old he is right here. Black don't but, crack, dude. It, you don't even know. He's in his 30s, huh? No, he's older than that. It's 1990. Oh, is he? Oh. Hold on. Right. Let me see. Let me Do, see. I got coming here. He is. He's 41, 40. What? No, he's 37. Older. He's only 37? You see? Jesus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay, I'm doing the math wrong. All right. Um, You know why I say oh, yeah. 335? Oh, yeah. That's how you know he's fat because he's, cause he just, he, cause he's, he's fucking got the pack of hot dogs on the back of his neck. He's right. I mean, you, you know how I know he's... He's got a pack of hot dogs everywhere. <laughs> you, know, you know how I know he's not 310? Because... In 82 Mid-South, early 83, or 82, I'll say 82 especially, he's he's not ripped bodybuilder-wise, but he's but he's cut. You know, he's, he's got definition. I mean, in those photos at 6'2", you can look at him and be like, shit, he's 230 pounds. And Man, he's I, that, whoa. I think so. You think he gained that much weight in those Yes. Hopper, I mean, you can go look at those. You can go look at some of the images of him in in those matches, man. He's not, he ain't skinny like, and he ain't ripped like a bodybuilder. But he's he's toned, and he's got abs, and he's got shoulders, and and his buys look good. And I mean, he's again, he's six two. So at six two, to be as defined as he was and have as much muscle as he did at six foot two, I'm giving him easily a good two twenty five. So if he's 225, then I could look at him right here and go, damn, he looks like he's about 100 pounds heavier than that. Yeah, man. I'm I'm looking at a picture of him back then. Yeah, bro. He probably gained 100 pounds, bro. I'm thinking that's why I said 335. Yeah, wow. Look how much smaller he was. But and, he's and, still a big and, man. And, and, and even when and he's, you look breathing. The, he's breathing hard Even the there. fucking WWE... Uh, the WWF one, he's a he's so much smaller, and he's he kind of a lot of weight then. Right, he's just oh, he huge just here, said, man. He just said, "Fuck it, bro." He Tell really everything. did. He re- he just let himself yeah, go, bro. and it's a shame because this is what people remember him by. Yep, that's the tragedy mm. of it. But um, so. Again, there's no way he's only three ten. 
We do get a pitcher and pitcher from Dog. He mentions me, Mark, and Paulie. Nothing much, though, on that. And then, hold on. I'm going to go back, oh, and then I'm going to go to your timestamp, Doc, because I've got one from something JR says that I need to play at 23-22. So it's coming Damn, up here. Dude. I What's that? I want that a pitcher from 1982. He oh, looks yeah. He's ripped. He's like a black fucking action figure. He, yeah. he really is. He he's, he looks like a movie star. I mean, he's he's looks great. He's like a fucking He-Man toy. Yep. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. And it's just, this is 10 years later. No, it's just eight years later. Years. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. You can look at him at the beginning of 1982 in Mid-South, and he is Damn. looks phenomenal. He is in great shape. Was, yeah, yeah, was. Man, that's crazy. Pretty damn pitiful, bro. Bruh. Pretty damn pitiful. All right, I've got a timestamp here that I got to play. I want you to listen to what Jr. says about JYD. Junkyard dog, a big man. I tell you what, both JYD just. Over 300, 310, 315 pounds. When he goes into a restaurant, he doesn't ask for the menu. He asks for an estimate. Yeah, so what they have, bring it all, huh? Yes, JYD has been around for quite a little while. He doesn't ask for a menu. He asks for an estimate when he goes to a restaurant. Oh. And that is Thunderbolt Patterson just just tearing up the getting commentary. A, get, stealing money is what he's doing. Stealing. Stealing, one hundred percent stealing money. All right, you said twenty seven oh four, right, Doc? Yeah. Look how slow right. he is here. Yeah, he can't bro. Move. Watch this. He's he's immobile. Oh, you want? Okay, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it with the audio. Here it is. Now fighting back. You got to hand it to Mantel. No, he's got a lot of fire. Yeah, he's putting up a good fight. He misses that. Yeah, he went downstairs and comes back with that headbutt. Yeah, look at well, there's no doubt Jim Dog is landing the harder punches in the match. Tell moved out of the way. Watch out. What am I looking for when I rewind it, Doc? 2702. Just let it run with the no sound. And look how slow he is. Right there. He can't move. All right, here it is. What? I was on 2702. Did you see it? It jumped back. Yeah. Sorry. All right, it's coming. Here it comes. Goes oh, for the you pin. mean when he but gets now up? Now he's got to get back up, which wore him out. He can't even sell. Yeah. He, he's so blown that. up, he can't sell. Uh-huh. And, and Dutch is in there working for him. He's just going through the motions and just kind of, man, bro. He's like those old fat guys you see like on those turd shows. I mean, I hate to say it, but you're right. And then he messes up the thump. Did you see the thump? Yeah. Look at that finish. Hot finish. I'm just going to body slam you for this. Oh, my God. It's supposed to be a power slam because he goes down with them. No, it's not not even a power slam. It's the thump. And the thing was... he what what he would do back in the day mid south and he's done it here actually right he picks you up and it kind of spins you know holds you yeah. up turn does a half turn around and then he 
puts you down and he lands with you. Back in Mid-South, it looks great because he's mobile. He gets you up easy. And then when he goes down, the weight of him, who's he's not that big, and then his opponent, you hit and then they bounce up. It looks phenomenal a lot of times in Mid-South. This, it's like he just falls over. He don't even yeah. have the wind to just do it right. He just body slams him and he just goes down with him. Mm-hmm. Oh. The round That's mound you. of everything. That's your hero. Yeah. It's pretty bad. So the next time you talk about the next time that you talk about my wrestling hero being a pathetic alcoholic these days, maybe you should check yourself. Who's that? Oh. Come on, Mike. He's a the guy's a I'm legend. Oh, well, he is a legend, but you know, the, t- the two things can be true. He can be a legend and an alcoholic. I mean, just because somebody's a legend doesn't mean they aren't an alcoholic. It's like the Von Erichs. I mean, people get mad when you talk about them, but look, they were great. They had personal problems. If you can't handle that, that's a you problem, not me. Oh, okay. It's true. All right. Ain't got to get hot about it. Shit. It's true, yeah. though. Boy, you want to ruffle some feathers? Go on Facebook and go in some of them Von Eric groups. Boy, those people think that the Von Erics are God. I'll go tell Lance that. Oh, he no, Lance is I'll give Lance that. Lance is realistic. Like he know he he ain't one of them people who's just like, oh yeah, you know, they're great. Now he does talk about Michael Hayes farting on his program and stuff like that. And and you know, I guess he's gonna sell that on eBay and it'll have Michael Hayes' stench on it. But no, I mean when it comes to the Von Erics, Lance calls it down the middle, man. Calls it like it is. Gosh, All right, we see all this podcast. Yeah, that's good. Nin- we're into 1987, and things are getting sketchy. Getting. Dude, it's just crazy because I watched it all the way through, man. Yeah, I was all into it. Same here. You got? Do you have the Simpson brothers leading the way now? Uh, no, the the younger Simpson comes in later in '87, but. You've got Brian Adias. He's the top heel, right? Uh, he's being That's a problem. The top heel. Uh, he, he's actually a decent heel. He's just not a good top heel. But we talk about that on a, We actually have a long discussion about that a couple of weeks back. And on most episodes, we'll get into it. Uh, Al Madrill is actually good as a heel with the Diaz. But again, they're not top heels. So it's, you know, it just doesn't look good. You've got to have something more than Brian Adias. I'm sorry. It's just, yeah. Uh, but, but to Hopper's point, I mean, we were still watching that nonsense. Yeah, I was watching it though. Uh, Emery pulled the banner down, and and the next week it's just it's just USWA. So I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, we were uh, we we were in it till the end. Yeah. All right, so uh, we keep going, and Paulie dangerously he cut a promo. He talks about Sting being on the Danger Zone tomorrow on the main event. It was real short, and he also talks about JYD versus Mean Mark. Wow. Um, oh my I don't God. have I don't have the main event episode from that, but I need to look that up to see if I can find it on YouTube. And if somebody has it, uh, just send it to me because I'm curious. Uh, then we get a couple of commercials. Sid Vicious gets the goodies headache powder slam of the week, and then we go to Ric Flair versus Bob Holly. Jim Ross mentions that Flair will uh, cut a promo later in the show, and Jim Ross also mentions that there will be a women's title match at the Clash. And Doc, uh, just like Jim Cornette, loves women's wrestling and thinks it's uh, the greatest thing. Right, Doc? I know you're you're kind of sexist. You say women never should main event. So send your hate mail to Doc Turner uh, at 
uh, DocTurner.com, I guess is his I think they, they, here's the difference, and this is where your little brain is too small to comprehend this. Oh, look, they misspelled oh. Holly with an E. They did misspell Holly. I have that as a note. I don't think bitches should be banned from wrestling. Why I they got to be the B word? Should be, what? Why they got to be the B word? Okay, I don't think broad should be banned from wrestling. I wow. just don't want to have to like it. You can have wow. broads wrestle all you want. It just doesn't mean I have to watch it. Well, now that's true, but that's not what you said. I said bitches. No, you just said, yeah, you said the B word should never main event a pay-per-view. Well, uh, not, one that, not one that I'm going to watch, no. No, okay. Cleaning it up now. He's cleaning it up, you see? He's crawfishing. I don't know, bro. How is that I look at it like this, bro. If the main event of your pay-per-view is a woman's match, you got problems. Thank you. Oh, that means there's a lot of motherfuckers that aren't fucking doing their job and getting over. Mm-hmm. Oh, see the promotion Listen that to... see the promotion that's that that you're talking about. Where I mean, this is Listen the to we are talking about the WWE here. So if you're saying there's I'm a lot of people talking about in any promotion, thank oh, okay. you. I don't give a fuck. It's the indie shit down the street. If you made I mean, event, shit, if you had if you had Katie Forbes fighting Harper in a in a wig, it would be a problem. Yeah. In the main event. Not for me. <laughs> Harper, you ever felt up on that in the locker room or anything? I'm just kidding. No, I know you no, come on, that's Mrs. Van Dam. I know. Yeah, it's a joke, man. That's Katie, goddamn it. I can't look at her like that. It's weird. Right, Harper. Right. <laughs> I'm serious. Bro. Like I can't it's just, just I, I can't I can't look at her like, okay, yeah, I'll hit that. I can't. It's it's I don't know, Katie's different. It's like she's like one of you know she's like one of the guys. I'm gonna keep going. Bob Holly's name is Thank misspelled H O L L E Y for some reason because Holly's that's <laughs> hard to spell. Even though it was spelled right last week. How do yeah, you misspell well, I mean, Holly? How do you misspell Arn Anderson? Like how do you misspell Arn and add an E to it? You know the graphics know. guy has a problem with E. They put E at the end of Arn and it looks like Arnie, and then Holly. How come- it's obvious no one gets fired here. Well, I mean, wrestlers get fired or let go or yeah. don't renew. But now but, he's saying Bob Holly. It's. Why uh, fuck? You know, I was recording with the champ. You know, I've been doing the champ for 25 years. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we were. It's on Patreon right now. It'll be up on the main feed uh, eventually. But anyway. We were talking about uh, we were talking about Bob Holly and and um, just how talented he was is, uh, and yeah. um, yeah, they misspell his name here. Bob's good, man. He's Bob a Holly's fucking Jack, dude. Yeah, he's very good, and he loves the the old hot rods. Sparky plug, Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I think of when I think of him, and it's sad because he's really, really good. Sparky plug. All right, well, we'll keep going. Uh, Bob Holly is in here wrestling the former world champion, Ric Flair, 
And Jim Ross mentions Flair. Uh, like I said, he'll cut a promo later in the show. And he also mentions, uh, like I already said, and which got us on this tangent, is a women's match at the next clash. Flair is going to finish off Holly with a big elbow, and then he wins with a figure four, Doc, that you said like six years ago. Flair never wins with a figure four. Well, he did here. They go about five minutes. Doc, any thoughts? It went too long. I don't like him begging Bob Holly, begging off on Bob Holly. Um, I don't know. There's nothing right in this promotion right now. Well, I mean, you know Flair does this with enhancement talent that he likes, though. I mean, I'm the, down on it. I'm down on everything. I see that you're miserable. We should just quit, right? Fuck it, bitch. Thank <laughs> you. I mean, if they're not going to try, oh, oh, that's the thing. They're trying. Well, oh. I don't know if they are. Jim Hurd thinks he's trying. Yeah, he's like a lot of these podcasts out there. I hear trying. <laughs> oh. I think the ruse is gone, huh? He probably got heard, probably got drunk and cussed out one of their executives in a meeting. And now they, they said, well, we're not going to do business with yeah. you. Well, no. Yeah. You got pockets for my stuff or you can put my stuff right here, asshole. They're not. Ruse isn't done yet. It's not done yet. That's you not know, true. I, I can't find the ruse that they show in those commercials. If I Google ruse shoes, mm-hmm. it's like the ones from the 80s that we from like when we were kids i don't see any like the ones they show wear in this uh in those commercials so when you just search ruse you see all the ones with us where yeah they had the zipper on the side or on the tongue right that's it. yeah pretty much now they got some it's like the basketball high tops but not like these not like the ones they plug and right i don't know dude maybe they that would be dumb though but that would be just like wcw if they had those just for the commercial, but they never like released them, like they never actually the, made uh, them. I think that the fucking Galoob figures they made with WCW, it was supposed to be a second series, and uh, or or maybe it was the uh, the first series where the Rick Steiner figure was supposed to be wearing ruse, but they changed it to just uh, wrestling boots. Do you think they? Do you think those ruse though in the commercials? They just never made them. They just had them for the commercial. That would seem odd. Yeah, because I mean, if you Google it, like ruse shoes, 1989, that shoe doesn't pop up anywhere. And it's clear on the commercial. You see the ruse that he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, they almost look like a like an amateur wrestling boot kind of too. Though. Right. Maybe they didn't make them, Harper. I don't know. But it do, it would be just like WCW if they had those made just for the commercial and then, then they never, never sold them. Because, like, I mean, it'd be one of those things where it'd be like, oh, look, you know, these are exclusive to WCW and you can buy them. But no, they never made them. All you had was just the regular ruse and that's it. But again, that, that would be just like WCW. I wonder if, if someone should ask Cornette if you got a free pair of fucking ruse. When he was there. Send it into the drive-thru if he's still answering. <laughs> if he's still answering um, uh, old questions. I don't know. 
Although I did catch that line he said a few weeks back. What's that? About getting a blowjob. What did he say? Somebody asked him about managing someone virtually. He said his exact line was something like, managing someone virtually would be like getting a blowjob with a rubber on. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Fuck that. That sounds horrible. (laughs) Imagine like... Imagine being a woman having to do that. It's like you're sucking on a fucking Goodyear tire. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, this is fucking great, man. This is great. This is where my fucking life is now. I'm sucking on a fucking rubber glove. Would it be better to be sucking on a on fucking on... gonorrhea? Yeah. Yeah. Just. Sucking the discharge out of some strange guy's dick. You know what they're saying? Like uh, they've been bringing up like a uh, Lenny Poffo and his his thing that he was known for. Yeah, uh huh. You know, supposedly uh-huh. he could suck his own dick, and then bro, it's like when you think about it, if you can suck your own dick, it probably feels more like you're sucking dick. <laughs> it's instead of getting your dick sucked. This is why Hardbody Hopper from Wildcat Sports and Entertainment is the only person who can do a wrestling podcast where he just neglects to watch the actual wrestling show and would rather just talk with his boys and watch the wrestling with us as we review it than actually prepare. I mean, wasn't it? I mean, I I, I don't know. I don't have any. I don't know. I don't have any reference points for this. So I, yeah, I, other than like tickling yourself, I guess, you know, there's a, there was a comedian years ago and I don't remember who it was that said, if he could do that, he'd never leave his house. But I don't remember the comedian's name. I've heard it, but I don't remember either. Yeah. I forgot who that was. I mean, this isn't like the 80s. If you know, Send that in to Mike Five Hundred Four Saints. No, thank you. Um, Why? But anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna say what Harper said, but I will say, I would have no desire to do that if I could. Now, that's me. You do you, bro. I mean, if that's what mm-hmm. you can do and you enjoy it to yourself, knock yourself out. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Harper broke it down, though, didn't we? We went from Goodyear tire to that. It's like you're sucking on a, on a fucking glove, like a latex glove. Mm. Mm. Can you put some hot sauce on it or something? You know, make it. <laughs> you put some toy saturn on this shit? <laughs> so it doesn't taste like chemicals? <laughs> bro, I mean, what the hell, Harper? I mean, you know, I ain't been talking to you now, but you know, bro, I try to give you a chance. I come back to listen up, you know, even though even though Mike didn't didn't respond to my text, you know, yeah, I come back to the show, listen up, and bro, I mean, bro, come on, bro. Talk what about does he want us to it. talk about? Some does he want us to talk about some overrated regional champion? That's go. Oh, that come on, that's Bruno. Yeah. Talk about Bruno. Talk about GYD. I mean, come on, Harper. What the hell, bro? 
The only way we're talking about those two is if we catch video of JYD trying to eat Bruno. Uh, when I talked to the champ, the champ was like, he's only had one other conversation with him. He, he, what he happened? Really... Did y'all run him off? Um, he said he was upset. He said he said Luke D-Man did was it. Really upset, bro. Luke did it. He was Luke was busting his balls, and Luke can be yeah. vicious when he does that. And I mean, he's a wrestler, bro. They, they they come in stiff and they come in hot with those things, and you got to buckle up and take it sometime. Far. Basically, but he didn't. It's nothing. I mean, he didn't say anything bad, but you know, D man <laughs> can't take it. He really gets mad at Harper, bro. That. that when he gets when he was on this show and he was going off on Harper, Harper's an asshole, bro. You know when he did that Harper. Yeah. That that's a shoot. That's real. He he gets mad. He's legit mad at Harper. He gets mad at Harper often. I'm starting to, <laughs> I'm starting to realize that. He gets really pissed with Harper. Oh. Because he's jealous. Wow. He wow. looks at Harper and sees the life he thinks he should have had. Oh. Robin on the for twenty five years, bro. It's clear listening to the guy that he has some unresolved issues. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> bro, he told he got hot at Hopper on one of them records. He's like, bro, Hopper's a fucking asshole. And Hopper just sat there and was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> Which yeah. made it worse. <laughs> Well, we're watching along here. We get a plug for the clash that's happening on September 5th. The only way you'll get the review of that is by going to Patreon, tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT, where you can get not only that clash, but all the clashes we've done and all the pay-per-views we've done. Uh, and then we uh, go to the Southern Boys versus Pat Rose and Joe Kazana. You know, I really I really like you know Pat Rose and Joe Kazana uh, for what they do. But this yeah. was another match that went on really long. Go ahead, Hopper. What were you about to say? Yeah, they're not bad. No, they're good. Nice they know what they're match. doing. But I know I know what Doc's going to say. Doc, you're going to say it went too long, huh? No, I don't. I'm going to say actually that the Southern Boys are good and they're the they're the only bright spot I have right now in the promotion. Okay, fair enough. Uh we did get a picture and picture from the Freebirds plugging the match they're going to have with God, they look bad again. Yeah, dude, what the fuck are they doing? What the fuck's going on over there? Bruh. So I'm going to go back to it because Lex did cut a promo. I want to mention that. And he tells Flair that they have unfinished business and at the clash uh, coming up, they will settle things. But oh, by the way, fucking Luger's fucking new haircut looks like shit. Oh, you don't like it? No. <laughs> I mean, Luger had a perm on top. If you're going to grow mullet, grow a fucking mullet, you know? Commit, commit to it. Right. At least you know, fucking look like the guy from White Snake or some shit. That's what I'm talking about. David Coverdale was banging all that ass. Yeah, I love I love this graphic. They should keep showing in the commercials uh, for WCW gift catalog called WCW merchandise four zero four eight five three four six zero seven. I love that they keep showing that when they never capitalized on merchandise. I mean, it's it's just it's comedy. And why at, are at they using the the European catalog? Uh, we talked about that. Remember. The, the no. spelling of it? Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell you. I mean, what do you want? I mean, what? dude, they can't get nothing right on the graph. Well, I didn't say nothing. They they have trouble with the graphics. Let's just say that, right? <laughs> they have trouble. I mean, it's not what. What I mean, how else do you want to say it? It's 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 pretty pathetic. It is. Um. 
I wanted to see Luger's mullet. I mean, it's like it's almost tamed down right there. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, with the well, he's got if he's if he's got a haircut and he's got wet hair, that's fine. But the top has been permed. Yeah, it's like a he's like a jack. He's he's a bigger Shane Douglas. That's what he looks like. Ooh, he kind of does right kinda around. Does here. yep. There's no lie there. Um, so I was trying to get to the to the Freebirds again during that picture and picture because they really do look something special jimmy garvin we talked about it last week what did you say he looked like harper without the beard he looks like a fucking cabbage patch doll right look at him he looks like a you know he looks like a fucking muppet <laughs> Dude, he looks, in reality <laughs> He looks like a guy who had his face broken and had like reconstructive surgery. He looks so different. Yeah, man. Okay, that's Jimmy Garvin if you tell me it is, but something bad's happened. Yeah. You know what's like you know how some guys they look they might look better with the beard or some guys look better without the beard. Jimmy Garvin needed to keep the beard. Cuz his face Yeah. He, I don't I can't I don't know if it's the hair that does it too, but man, he looks weird without the beard. Yeah. I don't like this. He looks scary. And yet, Javorski will still crank 30 off to this pitcher and pitcher. That's Did you tell me that guy was married? Yeah, Javorski, he's married. He got a he got hey. a woman and all for for many years. No kids. What's I don't his think. husband's name? I can't imagine. Oh, come on. Come on. I mean, what's his business, bro? Yeah. Oh, and uh, today was uh, Chris Zonch's kid turned 13. Really? Yeah. Happy That's birthday, good. little motorhead. Yeah. Little motorhead is right. <laughs> Tremendous. <laughs> little get, Lemmy. He needs to get more plugs, Zoncha, instead of Javorski. Zoncha's funny, man. He, he's got a thing for black women. So? But he's the nerdiest looking white dude you'll ever see. Isn't that more competition for you? He's the nerdiest looking white dude you'll ever see. And he'll <laughs> one of my partners, he'll he post uh he posts in the in the Facebook group, he'll post like a, a what they call a BTT babe every day or every other day yeah. or whatever. And he and he's always posting these this one oh, Jesus Lord. I drink her bath water. This ah, just, this woman's really? so fine. Yeah, fuck that. She is so oh, fine. I wouldn't drink anyway, nobody's bath. Yeah, why are you so desperate? Anyway, Zoncha yeah. always, I'm saying Zoncha like Harper now. Zauha always comments when my buddy posts his, his pictures and he'll say, Hello, Miss Zoncha. <laughs> Under the comments <laughs> every single time. And um, it's funny because he'll he'll actually comment on her Instagram because he's, he's a dude's a comedian. And every time she likes it, he'll say something. <laughs> he doesn't post anything raunchy. It's just, you know, just compliments. There's nothing Why terrible. Not? And um and she'll like him. I think she may have responded to one or two before. And, and I remember one time he posted either in a group or sent me and he goes, he goes, Yeah, just so you know, we're we're about to get married. It's just, he's he's a good dude. I, I Chris Zoncha Zauha is a wonderful human being. And more people need to be like him and not like Javorsky. Okay? Because Javorsky's a... What's, what's wrong with Javorsky? 
Oh, uh, he's a he's a clown. Oh, he's a clown. What's wrong with being he's, a clown? I, I guess nothing, since you're a clown too. But we'll keep moving. Uh, the Southern Boys. Uh, we get that promo from from the Freebirds during their match, and then later in the match, Jim Ross mentions that Buddy Roberts. I need to get this one out. Buddy will be teaming with Hayes and Garvin. Oh and no! Find out at the Clash on Patreon if that happens or doesn't. Also, Jim Ross mentions. Can't wait for Doc to see this. A new team that will debut at the Clash called the Master Blasters. Can't wait to see that one, boy. You're, you're gonna. Well, here's your here's the thing I can tell you, and it, it it's straight up a shoe. I've never I've heard that name, but I've never seen that team. You'll know exactly who it is when you see one of them. Remember the uh, the is it Doom? The, the, no, the, the video game. No. Nintendo? That was an no. awesome game. What video game? Blaster Master. Oh, just, oh, they're the Master Blasters. Was it called Master Blaster or Blaster Master, the game? It was, it was uh, Blaster Master. <laughs> that sounds like a Javorski <laughs> video Jesus game. Christ, for, for like crack. a finishing move. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, yeah, that's what he finishes off every day. I, yeah, come Blaster Master. He just blasts off a projectile into the ceiling like he always does. Uh, you, Doc, you will immediately recognize one member of that team for sure. Yeah, maybe one I'll of look, them. Yeah, maybe I'll look of, it up real quick. Yeah, one of them is a major star. Yeah, don't say it here. We'll talk about it on the Clash, but if you look it up. Uh, and then Bob Cottle also mentions tomorrow night on the NWA event, we get a name drop. The Nasty Boys will be there. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. They just ruined that by just throwing that name out casually. But, you know, I'm not blaming old Bob Cottle. Uh, we then get the finish. Armstrong is going to catch Kazana and Smothers coming off the top rope. And um, and he hits Kazana with what would come to be called the jaw jacker a few years later in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Arm, uh, Tracy does. From there, Doc, any other thoughts on the match? They had a decent match. It was all right. It was long. Yeah. This wasn't bad. All right, so on that note, I got to go to the promo. Let me rewind a little bit. We got Ric Flair, we got Arn Anderson, and we got Sid Vicious. They're going to cut a promo to close us out and so that we can wrap up this review portion of the show. Very much Bob College showdown time at the Clash. Showdown is right. And what it is, it's the destiny of Lex Luger to be beaten for the U.S. title. Luger, you dog me. For two long years, everywhere I went, your name was on a contract for a world title match. This time, the shoes had another foot. You have to defend the U.S. title against Ric Flair. National television, the whole world up front between you and I, Luger. There's a lot of bad blood, pal. And I'm going to make one thing very clear to you. On national television, Clash of Champions, September 5th, Ric Flair will become the United States Heavyweight Champion. If I have to beat you to get this thing, mark my words, turn the TV on, because the people around the world will see the greatest wrestler of all time, come back, full cycle, 
starting with Lex Luger, September 5th. Fans, we'll see you Sunday night at 605. Um, so I have a problem with this, Doc, but I want your thoughts first. I do, too. Um, why does he have to go through Luger to get to Sting if he's the greatest wrestler of the year every year? And, and when was his rematch? He hadn't got that. That's, That's a minor true, issue. Huh? But I, I'm with you, but it's a minor issue. Well, I enjoyed Ric Flair a lot more when he would come out in the studio and talk about being a Michaels from Kansas City and these Gators. This is just, I mean, it's Rick, so it's not going to be bad, but I mean... I know what good looks like. All right. I don't I don't like his hair like that. Yeah, he well, went from it being too long it. and looking bad to too short and looking bad. Yeah. Yeah, but it was bad. That whole samurai look was terrible. So, Doc, I'm surprised you didn't say this. Arn Anderson's out there. Why didn't he say anything? Because we're not doing anything right th- right now. Well, I have a thought as to why he doesn't say anything. I'm, I know you haven't looked at the results of the clash, and I wouldn't want you to, but he's not on a clash. Mm, that seems like a great idea. Yeah. yeah. He's only your TV champion. But, hey. Maybe he, maybe he negotiated less dates because he didn't get paid. Well, that's your answer as to why Flair would wrestle Luger. There's money involved. I get what you're saying. Well, why don't you just go after the champion? Well, I, yeah, you're right. But, you know, a lot of times you'll you'll wrestle someone if there's a nice payday in it for you. So I'm making that assumption. But I get Bruh. it. You don't want your guy going after anything other than the world. Oh, and I got distracted because somebody sent me the Dez catching the ball because it's the seventh anniversary today. And I can't believe... <laughs> I can't believe I'm as crazy as I am was seven years ago that he, he fucking caught it, dude. By the way, I ain't got nothing against the Green Bay Packers like Doc does. But everybody talks about this great home field advantage that they have. They're seven and six since 2002 at home in the playoffs. And they cheated against us. So they should be six and seven is what you're saying. Yeah, they won mm. by five points. And we had a touchdown right there. Um, Booker man stepped in and corrected that for you, though. Invisible hand. Invisible hand. All right, so that's how this show wraps up. Harper, did you have any thoughts on Ric Flair there before we uh, wrote it? Rolex, all that good stuff? Negative. So we can hand out the Rolex before we do so. Remember, the only way you'll get access to our Clash of the Champions is by going to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT, get access to not only this Clash of the Champions, which will be Clash number 12, but the previous 11 as well, along with all of the pay-per-views we have done uh, for NWA and WCW back to 1988. Uh, I mean, you know, we've got all the Starcades and whatnot, but everything is up there, so tons of pay-per-views available as well, as as well as the Clashes and pre-shows, world-class shows, ECW shows, all that stuff is up on Patreon. TinyURL.com. Disney Trips. Disney trips. That was a great one from uh, a week ago. Uh, here's the thing, man. We don't do sponsors. I've worn that out at this point, but we don't. We don't do sponsors. So when you become a patron, you're basically a sponsor of this show. So consider it. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. And if you still got those gift cards laying around from Christmas for Amazon, please use our Amazon Associates link at tinyurl.com slash 
BTT Amazon. Give that link to wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. And do like our friend JBL Objective said on Twitter and just physically put the link in the browser for them so that they use it and bookmark it for them every time they utilize Amazon. Tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Uh, Doc, you're salty. I can tell your energy level's down this week is just really, really down. Uh, what are you giving this thing as far as the rating goes? I came in hot, but it's this this episode, man. This is a beatdown. Okay. D. Uh, oh. Come on, dude. Seriously? D plus. Wow. Harper, what you gonna give it? Uh, a C plus. I'm gonna give mine a C, and I'm giving yeah. Harper the Rolex for sucking on a Goodyear tire. That's nice. Well, you stole my idea because I was gonna give it to Harper too. <laughs> he's the only. He's the only entertainment I had during this fucking <laughs> bullshit. That was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Hey, Hopper, I actually got an email. Uh, well, by the time this airs, it would have been uh, two weeks ago at this point. But I did get an email from someone uh, about your, your video reviews. And uh, he wanted to know if you were still doing them. And I said, sure, you are. So you may be oh, getting an email. Oh, uh, he He asked me. He asked me if uh, you were still doing them. So I said, yes, he is. Just got to email him and PayPal him as well. So uh, I mentioned all that to say, yes, Hopper is still doing the... Uh, video shout outs all you have to do is email him to chris harper 16 wildcat at gmail.com and tell him what you want but lastly make sure you paypal him uh, 20 bucks to cc 303-88cc at yahoo.com that's cc 303-88cc at yahoo.com if you missed any of that just hit rewind that little 10 second back or 15 second back gimmick and uh you can get your very own video shout out relationship advice the relationship advice are my favorite ones. The ones you've done on that is are great, but uh, oh. you can get that from uh, Hopper. So, uh, yeah, do that twenty bucks, and he'll cut that for you. Uh, Doc, anything else before we get out of here? I don't know, man. This episode put me in a bad mood, and then I, I saw that Des Bryant that Des Bryant thing. It, it might be time to go do the Von Eric thing somewhere. Wow, wow. Oh, come on. Would would you? Why would you say that, dude? I mean, seriously. Best part? Yeah, come on. What? You shouldn't joke about things like that, Doc. Why? I mean, you know, people think you're the baby face, and then you say stupid stuff like that. Nobody thinks I'm the baby face. Oh, there come are on. people that think you're a baby face, and I'm like, y'all just don't know him. He I don't think I'm air, the look, He talks look, bad about listeners. I don't think I'm the heel. I just don't think I'm the baby face. Oh, you're a heel. The way you talk about our wonderful listeners, you are a heel. That's not true. I Hey, look, if you're a non Sap, He calls y'all saps and marks and all oh, kinds of that is He is the worst. That is patently untrue. That's why now, he's laughing. No, it's how absurd you are. Now, here's the truth. If you want the truth, here's the truth. What I really do is if you're not a patron you won't understand this but if you're a patron and I, I lavish thanks and gratitude like when we do a clash or a pay-per-view i you know thank you and we're doing this for you and all that kind of stuff and most people don't get to hear that because they're not patrons that's what happens 
Right. Okay. Now he's laying on the baby face now. Because what he always I'm not, does. I'm not a baby face. I'm not baby <laughs> sure face. you are. <laughs> All right. All right. Before we get out of here, a special shout out to our vantage point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, actually, definitely classier and definitely more professional than us. But they support us. Please support them. Thanks, Joe and Quinn, for all your plugs. And then lastly, shout out to Mike Prue and JV, who do the show on the Bottom Line cast, which is a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check them out as well. And then they handle the ECW show on our Patreon feed. So thanks, uh, Mike Prue and JV, for all you do. And uh, I'm going to get out of here. Doc's going to get out of here. Hopper's going to get out of here. So, Hopper, if you ain't got nothing else, hit the tagline. Let's roll. Fuck it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>